0: Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast.
1: You gotta shoot it and then cut its head off and then take its head to the vet and then they'll test it for rabies. Mm-hmm. And it was rabbit, but it wasn't. They checked it, it the was It wasn't? Oh, so you shot it for nothing?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was waiting for a pasta dish to show up. Okay, it was a Spanish restaurant. Though. Oh. Mm-hmm. I didn't see any Spanish themes. Mm-hmm. It, all the tapas we were eating? Mm-hmm.
0: Are you serious? Are you, are you really taking a poop right here in front of my kids? And she's like, yeah.
2: Sorry mm-hmm. <laughs> No, never know it's me I'm going to it again mm-hmm. Yeah, take it, Tim Take it now mm-hmm. Good job, Mormons <laughs> What am I going to say? I'm a raccoon
1: You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast Presented by Coors
2: Light Dance, Dance. The Jay and Dan
1: Podcast, episode four. Is de- this, it's
2: just four in, eh? Wow. Okay. Four in. Uh, <laughs> in my defense, Tapas is a bunch of appetizers. Yeah, that's literally the translation. Like that's <laughs> That's literally what they are. Exactly what
3: they, they are. are okay. <laughs> in right.
2: my defense. Appetizers are a bunch of small things you eat before the main part of the meal. Yeah. Uh, wow. What a what an exciting week. Dulce! Um, you had a crazy weekend, I understand. You took your daughters to their first concert. Yeah, I backtrack on that.
1: Cause it, okay, first off, it was the, Ooh, the closing ceremony. What the, did you do? No,
2: it was, How did you crush their dreams? No, it was the closing
1: ceremony of the Invictus Games, and it was being televised. So you'd get two songs from an artist, then a commercial break, which you don't know was going on, unless you know it's being televised, so they're just playing videos and stuff. Then so wait, co-
2: you're there. You're at the yeah, event at the with event. your daughters, with, right?
1: So a uh, French artist comes out, she plays one song, then they go to commercial break.
2: Was them. it Mitsu?
1: No. Okay. Uh, Kelly Clarkson came out. Yeah. Played a couple songs, two songs. Okay, how was Kelly? She did not play Since You've Been Gone. Okay. Uh, play, Some
2: play something from the new <laughs> She did. She
1: played her two new songs. <laughs> So the kids are like, that's the only artist they remotely knew. Oh, and then boy. they take a break. And then Springsteen came out. I'm like, this oh, is great. Okay. By this point, Rubio to fast asleep.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, so she sleeps through Springsteen, who is... Playing acoustic, sleeping through Springsteen, and the Rubio and then story. just what a nine and a six-year-old want to see. Brian Adams was next. <laughs> Brian Adams sounded, he sounds like a million bucks and yeah. looks like a million bucks. Yeah, he had he never ages. And then uh, Springsteen came out, did a duet with uh, Brian Adams, and because of the way Brian or Bruce Springsteen sings, he's a tough duet guy.
2: Hmm. Because he's you know, been duetting with uh, Little Stevie all these years. That's not worth Yeah,
1: no, but. That's good with your band. Right. But he and Brian Adams, the vocal differences Didn't work.
2: are no. But it was great. You'd think it would kinda of work they both have kind of gravelly voices. You'd think it would be good, but maybe not. And Bruce at this like he's made it known he needs a teleprompter. Right. right?
1: So he's clinging to every word on that Brian
2: Adams song. Oh yeah. So what song did they do? Summer of Sixty Nine. Straight from the Heart. Cuts like a knife. Cuts like a knife, I think. Oh, that would be good. Should, Seems like that should would be good. This.
1: Anyway, so it was their first concert, but I only give it a half credit because they need the full concert. They need to go like a Taylor Swift concert.
2: They only get a half credit because they were asleep. <laughs> so, but the
1: Invictus Games, oh my, that Prince Harry, man, that guy knows how to talk.
2: Yeah. We gave a big speech yeah. at the uh, closing ceremonies. He speaks in perfect sound bites. We have to do, next week, Christoph, if you can remember this, I want to do a side-by-side audio comparison between Prince Harry and Gordon Ramsay. Chef Gordon Ramsay, I guarantee we won't be able to tell the difference other than the uh, immense amount of cursing that will happen mm-hmm. for Gordon Ramsay. But when that I, that Invictus Games, that really surprised me. I thought those promos, I thought that was Gordon Ramsay on stage. No, nope, that was Sounds Prince exactly Harry. like him.
1: And Prince Harry gave out medals, so we got to see him... Um, Tremendous event. It's only gonna get bigger and bigger. And um we we saw the prime minister's wife. She was in our hotel. We're like, Why is this elevator closed? What? We were waiting a half hour, and then she comes strolling through.
2: Sophie Gregoire yes. Trudeau.
1: So I see her. No one else has a clue what's going on. I'm I see her and I'm like, Hi. She's like, Hi. And then continued on. <laughs> she was creeped out by you. <laughs> no, she gave me a smile. Uh, very, it'll be pretty. Fun. very uh
2: very pretty woman. <laughs> She was creeped out.
1: Hi. And then in the back. Hi. 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 (laughs) So, uh, yeah. I saw her. She did a great speech. Um, But, yeah, so it was. Would you classify that as a concert for the kids?
2: I. I would not, only because, I mean, if there was, say, two artists that they were really excited to see and stayed awake for, I'd say yes. <laughs> but I think, yeah, I think you've got to take them to a T-Swizzle show. And she's probably going to be touring soon, so that'll be great. And I know someone else who was there, because I, we we sat down, we were at the... Uh, oh, the here we go, in the VIP section. Nope, go, on, go on 11
1: rows back from the boards. So I got my beer. Girls got their waters, their M and M's, and I'm like, okay, getting situated. I turn back. Some guys just staring at me. Who's that guy? Jeff O'Neill.
2: <laughs> he just stared at you the whole time. Yeah, he's like, hey. <laughs> so I go
1: back and say hi to him. And
2: how's uh, O Dog doing?
1: Good. Yeah. yeah, he went up, uh, took a little break to get a snack at one point.
2: Oh, of course he did. <laughs> just one snack? No chance, O Dog has one snack break at the Invictus Games closing ceremony. No chance. Speaking of uh, the O-Dog, if you're listening to us from the States or from anywhere in the country other than Toronto, Jeff O'Neill is part of TSN's blockbuster afternoon drive-time show uh, with... Jamie Noodles McLennan and Brian Hayes, all friends of ours, A hugely popular show. Guess who works the boards on that show? Who's that? Christoph, right oh, Christoph. here. he runs that show. Huh. Bottom line, not, not for the past while. Not oh. for the past while. That's incorrect <laughs> not, not information in the past I gave you. Of years,
3: but, uh, not in the not past <laughs> couple of years hasn't been doing that. So uh, I totally t- sold t- you t- up the
2: creek there. I apologize, Christoph. What happened? What did you do to piss them off? My eagle is too big for the show, so they moved me to the morning. Yeah. I think mm. that makes perfect sense. Oh no, the morning needs you more. I think that's. Yeah, Landsberg. Okay, so anyway, uh, as I was driving around uh, leading up to the launch of our new show, Sports Center with Jay and Dan, I've been listening to a lot of TSN radio, Dan. A lot of it. And uh, one commercial specifically played pretty much every break, almost as many times as our promos ran on TSN. That was a lot. And this is that commercial. MyPillow.com is the website. Use the promo code HAYES. I've been talking about this for weeks. It's like getting a new suit. They tailor it to all of your needs, your height, your weight, how you sleep, when you sleep. MyPillow.com. Use the promo code HAYES, H-A-Y-E-S, and you'll get 50% off to MyPillow Premium Pillows and to Go Anywhere Pillows. Get in on this offer. I'm it's telling you, it has changed my life. MyPillow.com. Changed your Don't life? Don't another night of good sleep. Okay, couple of things. It has changed my life. There's no chance that they tailor it to your height. Yes, they come to your house. <laughs> come measure on, you. Hayes. There's no way. Yep. Hey, there's no way it changed your life. It has changed my life. <laughs> there's
1: no way. Well, if you go to my pillow, I'm sure you have to enter your height and weight.
2: Okay, that I'll. And give And then
1: them. they say, okay, give him a medium size.
2: I'll give <laughs> exactly. I'll give him that. But the the part that really made me laugh is that he says. I've been talking about this for weeks. Like for you, weeks. It's like I, getting a new suit. It's been like getting a new suit. I've been yeah. talking about this for weeks. Well, stop talking about it, Hayes. It has changed my life. I don't care if it's changed but your life. But maybe
1: he had never had a pillow.
2: He slept in a ditch before. Yeah, maybe he slept on rocks. Maybe he's a hobo. So he's like, wow. any pillow would be great. Pillow? What is this? <laughs> what is this? It has changed my life. I, and it did. It obviously changed his life. But yeah, uh, it, he'd been talking about that for weeks. I heard that a whole lot on TSN Radio. Did it's you a good buy show. one? Good show. No. No, this is the other uh, kind of cap to that story. Producer Tim. Did buy one and he said it was a rip-off it was just a normal <laughs> pillow so it here's changed the, my life here's the thing it didn't change producer Tim's life
1: hey it, did you experience this in your move did you discover that you have 800 pillows
2: no I we have the exact right amount of pillows we use tempur pillows and those have changed my life man those are like rocks and they're so great like I got the, I got pillows coming out the yin yang. They're why do everyone. you have so many pillows? I don't know. <laughs> are you trying to snuff people out in your house? <laughs> I bought maybe one of them. Whoa! What's Is there? Going a pillow on over fairy? There? Do you, you having pillow fights <laughs> over your house with Brian Hayes? Yeah, there's Come a on, a, it'll be fun. A you a and Hayes. Them.
1: And some of them like they're There's nothing to them. Other ones are like big lumpy and clumpy and.
2: It, Pillows in hotels are always disappointing. Speaking of disappointing hotels, shout out to your hotel this past weekend, Toolsy. Uh You were not happy with it. No uh, elevators held up. Is that you? Texted me and you are like, never stay at this. Hotel. We're not going to mention it. We're like, never stay at this hotel. I thought
1: we were going to have to rappel down to get to the concert, which Mayor Name wasn't a concert. We established it right. was a
2: closing ceremony. So, but the, that was your main concern with the hotel. How about the rooms? What about the, the my pillows? Were those in place? Uh, Pillows and everything were fine. It has changed my life. (laughs) But
1: how long have you ever waited? What's the longest you've ever waited for an elevator in a hotel?
2: That is a great question. We Uh,
1: were, if we left the room. I
2: start walking at some point. We're
1: on the 39th floor.
2: I'm going. Girls, let's go. Slide (laughs) on your bums all the way down.
1: So that that was a problem. The the food, the food. The kids are like starving. I'm like, okay, we'll call up. An hour and a half later, I'm oh like, guys, God, is there any, is
2: There any food? This here? isn't a pretty central part of Toronto. It's a brand new hotel. Yeah, they should be. They should have their <laughs> together. You gonna write to the chain? Big chain? No,
1: I said, guys, I got starving kids. They're like, well, it's on the house. I said, well, where is it? They said, and the lady just threw. She's like this new guy. He doesn't know what he's doing. Oh, so it's I on love the house. That.
2: Yeah. I love when the employees start throwing each other yeah, under they, the bus. They turn on each other. Oh yeah, they that's just like quick. us on Sports Center with Jay and Dan. They're, the writers are throwing producer Tim under the bus. We throw him under the bus at night during the show. Uh, even the interns throwing producer Tim under the bus nonstop. Um, I mentioned that beer I got. Uh, only got one of those at the Air Canada Center. Oh, let me guess. How much? Twenty-seven dollars. I think it was like twenty-two bucks. Yeah, twenty-two dollars for a uh, draft board. beer. Yes. That's a steep price to pay. That's a lot of scratch. I don't know about that one. That seems like that's, that's out of control. That's garbage. Yeah, that's not But they cool. still
1: sell a crap low because you go to
2: a game, you get a beer. Yeah, you want a beer. Now, what about uh, at the new Atlanta Falcons stadium? they are selling beer for, what, five bucks? Oh, I that's not safe. You need a happy medium there. No, no, but this is the thing. It's like hot dogs are two bucks, beers are five bucks, because Arthur Blank is like yeah, but the putting people... a big two uh, middle fingers up to the rest of the owners and saying I'm not I'm not going to charge my but offense. people are going to so overindulge, because you're at an event. Good, so. they should. They're out at a sporting event. They need to relax and enjoy themselves, fill themselves up with seven, eight hot dogs, fill themselves up with... Uh, Where is
3: the box? Oh, no. <laughs> Fill themselves <laughs> up with
2: like a hundred beers. You should follow Asa Tiken and Tikenen on Tickin on, uh, on Twitter. He's on Twitter. Yeah, oh. yeah. Tick's on Twitter. He's uh, he's trying to encourage Yessi Puliarvi of the Edmonton Oilers to make the team. He didn't make it. He's <laughs> been sent down to the Bakersfield Condors. So Tick didn't pull it off for him. Bakersfield, Sorry. good spot. Yeah. Did you go up to Baker, Bakersfield? No. You, the you, you uh, western home of
1: country music? When you're driving to Vegas, you see signs. Yeah, but I,
2: I, I kind of wanted to go and see the, but we had a girl worked with us at Fox who was from there, and she's like, yeah, it's not that great. So you're we like, f*** it. Yeah. A lot of people say that about their hometowns. Yeah. I don't say that about my hometown. You go there, you have a good time every time. <laughs> good time every time. <laughs> Come to Athabasca. That's, there
1: you go. Welcome, Athabasca. Yeah. Hey, come on,
2: it'll be fun. Athabasca, there's a slogan for you. Boom. Wrote it, won't cost you a thing. I will charge them for it. <laughs> I will charge them for it. I'm a little upset, Toolsy. I got asked to come back and speak in Athabasca a year and a half from now. Yeah. They booked me through a speaking agency. Oh, they okay. didn't go direct. It's a town of 2,000 people. They Surely someone get a in of the Rotary Club. They did know how to
1: get
3: home They couldn't...
2: I'm on Facebook with half of them. And explain why you're upset about this. Because I'm going to have to give 25% to the (laughs) f***ing speaking agency. Yeah. F*** f that. There's the catch. Get it together, Athabasca. Anyway. Yeah, so if you ever want to book us for an event, just contact us on Twitter. Yeah, just literally send (laughs) us a tweet so we don't have to share the money with these people. We do birthday parties, anniversaries, funerals. We are a pretty good time, I have to say. Like, we come to events... I'm just gonna put a little pitch in for ourselves. (laughs) We come to events, and we, you know, we'll talk for 45 minutes. We'll do some Q and A, but the the real value is afterward when we go out with everybody. Yeah. Because we always go out, and we usually go straight from wherever we are out at to the airport. Yeah. Because we don't like to uh, end the party because it's fun. We (laughs) like. And I don't
1: understand people do events and then. They go back. You just go back to your hotel room. Yeah, and what, sit have by nap?
2: yourself and uh, and quietly read or something like that. No, well, I guess that's what a responsible human would probably. Yeah, do. that's not us. So if you want <laughs> irresponsible humans at your next event, just send us a tweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, um, so Dan, kind of sad news uh, today, and we're we haven't fully confirmed what has happened uh, as of now. We're t- we we taped this at uh, seven p.m. Eastern on uh Monday night. So there were unconfirmed reports on Monday afternoon that legendary rock and roll star Tom Petty, and you're checking for the latest I see here, has passed away. Um, He just finished a massive tour with the Heartbreakers last Monday in Los Angeles and apparently got back to his Malibu home. He was there for a week on Sunday night, was found unresponsive, uh, cardiac arrest, not breathing, and they got him in an ambulance to UCLA Santa Monica as quickly as they could, but he was on life support. There are differing uh, reports, whether he has been taken off life support and passed away or just taken off life support and is still with us. Either way, a lot of outpouring of of, uh, emotion about the potential loss of one of America's great and as, as, as soon stars. as I
1: heard the news, uh, put on the Tom Petty on the old record player. Yeah. Guys right. were in the house working on the AC, and they were just, everyone was like, oh my God, this sucks.
2: Just voice of an angel. Yeah, he's the best. I mean, he was just the coolest cat and um, had such an interesting career. You know, came up with the heart, the, well, the Mud Crutch, the band that he started with and then the Heartbreakers in the 70s and they gradually got bigger and bigger and then he did the solo albums like like he did the Wilburys and those were great Traveling
1: Wilburys one of the most underrated bands God, of all time that
2: first record if you don't have it can't recommend it enough and then Full Moon Fever just sent him to the stratosphere Wildflowers the album he did with Rick Rubin is so terrific and um, anyway when we first heard about this who did we naturally think to talk to but our good friend and uh, and and a fellow fan of, of Tom Petty, for sure. <laughs> Engineer Jim is on the line. How are you, my friend? How are you coping in this day of uh, of uh, tragedy?
4: Uh, it's a very sad day here in L.A., i got to tell you. Because
2: you drive around L.A., Jim, and I've talked about it before, you turn on any rock radio station in about 10 minutes, you're hearing a Petty track, yeah. for sure. They love him uh, there so much.
4: Love Tom Petty. Everybody does. It, it's crazy. And, uh I'm working on music right now for um, the MLB playoffs and the World Series, and we were looking at maybe using a couple of Tom Petty tracks, and now we don't know what to do. I don't know. It's crazy over here.
1: Oh, man. that's And he sings so much about, like you You mentioned driving around. You could be driving around, and you say, oh, I to, this isn't a Tom Petty
2: song. This yeah. isn't a Tom Petty song. Yeah. Yeah, you're driving. Every, first time I drove down Ventura Boulevard, I'm like, I'm moving west down Ventura Boulevard. That's neat. <laughs>
4: Absolutely. That's the free fall, and it's right in the valley, man. It's, it's, it, that's what it is. It's crazy. And he shot, I think he shot that video, actually, at the Westside Galleria. Oh, the oh, Westside really? Galleria. That's right yeah. by Fox. Right by Fox, yep.
1: That's right. So we've probably done your Six Degrees with Tom Petty, and I'm sure you've got a million connections to him.
4: I do, I do. Uh, the, the, uh, one of the best experiences I ever had with him actually was, uh, like, we've hung in the studio a bunch of times, but uh, it was actually uh, a surprise birthday party when Billy Bob was married to Angelina Jolie, she threw the surprise birthday party at his house. And uh we had Tom Petty there, Robbie Robertson. Oh my God. Uh, Billy Gibbons um, from ZZ Top. We had uh, uh Daniel Lanois, and we had this big jam session with Petty and everybody at Billy's house. And it was great. I brought in this big PA system And uh, it was like the craziest party. It was it was awesome, and uh, it was great to see Petty jamming with all those guys, and uh, we just had a great time. What was he like? It was a great birthday.
1: What was he like, Jim? Because I listened to the Tom Petty radio on on satellite radio, and he always had clips saying, "Hey, hope you're having a great day," and uh, (laughs) like it was just like seemed like a the guy that he appears to be on stage.
4: It, it, that's exactly what he's like. He's the most laid back nicest guy just uh, a musician's musician who uh, lives, eats drinks, breathes music and uh, he's so great um, my my buddy Hoover, one of his best friends is is Petty's uh, sort of everything guy this guy bugs. And he's his guitar tech, his, he's, he's with him on the road, off the road, he's, he's with him everywhere. And I'm, I'm sure Bugs right now is just losing oh, his man. mind. Yeah. And he, he's been with him for, oh, oh my God, I, I don't even know, probably 30 years, you know? So, um, and they're very, very loyal. Um, everybody over in that camp, it's like family, um, my buddy Chinner is uh, um, Mike Campbell's guitar tech. Chinner's been with Campbell for probably 30 years at least, and uh, it's it's really something. Um, Marty Stewart played a show out here last year, and uh, I got to hang on the bus with Marty and his band, and um, Mike Campbell was there, and it was great just hanging with Mike all night. I sat with him at the show. Uh, to watch Marty, and it, it was really cool. You know, those guys are just the best, best bunch of guys. And just Jim, like, you know, talk
2: about Mike Campbell. Like, so here is a guy who's sort of stayed loyal to Petty all these years. He's considered such a great, a great player, correct? Like, just such a oh, fantastic man. musician.
4: Com- completely underrated. You know, people talk about, you know, oh, uh, you know, the greatest guitar players, and they talk about Clapton and and uh hendrix and jimmy page and all these guys i you gotta put mike campbell up in there i mean you listen song after song after song of petty's the guitar stuff on that the guitar work it's just phenomenal you know and it's all mike campbell
2: it's amazing that those guys you know petty went and did a couple of really well received solo albums obviously i mean full full moon fever was a huge hit and wildflowers Kind of over time yeah. has become one of his most beloved records, and yet he always kind of came back to the heartbreakers, didn't he? He always kind of came back to the fold, and and it never like I think Campbell played on some of those solo albums. Yeah, he that was...
4: played on all those solo records. Yes, he did. So it yes. was almost like he was still
2: playing with them anyway. They weren't really solo exactly. records. Exactly. Yeah.
4: Yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's 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 really it's too bad and we're, of course the tragedy in las vegas
3: uh, yeah yeah it's
4: got everybody up in arms here i mean we're just everyone's freaking out what a crazy day it's been the last where couple would days. you
1: rank the heartbreakers because you think of backing bands like you got the e street band and you got the band then the heartbreakers seem to be on a whole other level like those other two bands i mentioned
4: i i agree with you guys i i think you're right on the money there dan uh i i think you gotta put them at that same level and uh, that's that's uh that's uh a rarity now writing you know it's like man he just got off the road he played he just penny just played the hollywood bowl uh a week ago today they played three shows there they played uh I think it was maybe I think it was something like fr- Thursday, Friday, Monday or Friday, Saturday, Monday or something like that. But he he just played three shows there and his last show was Monday.
2: My uh my friend Nick came up from LA last night Jim and I I had dinner with him and he was saying that he went to that Monday show, and I said, man, you know, i got to get to go see Petty sometime. Well, as it turns out, he probably saw his last show, which is incredible when you think about it. Uh, he, unbelievable. He wasn't that, he was only 66, he wasn't that old.
4: Yeah, um, young. You
2: yeah. know, he's was a young guy, but, you know, he, he lived, like, an interesting kind of side note is that after all the success, after Full Moon Fever, after Wildflowers, his marriage broke up, and he he kind of turned to heroin for a while there at a late age. Um, which is, you know, obviously not the way it usually goes, and um, yeah, he was like a hard liver, you know, <laughs> like like, yeah. like more so than you maybe thought that a guy like Petty would be, you know.
4: Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, it's 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 kind of tough. Uh, Howie, the bass player uh, who was in uh, Heartbreakers for a while. Um, obviously, you know, he had his struggles with heroin, and ultimately, uh, you know, it took his life, uh, Howie Epstein. And uh, he, he was a guy who was just, again, a, a phenomenal musician. And uh, a lot of those great harmonies, those the with Petty and, and uh, the choruses and all that stuff, that was all Howie. And you know, I think Petty would tell you uh, that uh, you know he probably harmonized the best of anybody with him. And you know, of course, you know there's the Heartbreakers, and I mean, not the Heartbreakers, uh, the Traveling Wilburys.
1: Yeah, we mentioned them uh, off the top. What a what an underrated uh, band, considering. Well, I shouldn't say underrated; is a
4: legend at the
1: time. I guess they weren't underrated, but it's not a band anyone ever brings up.
4: I know, I know it's crazy, but uh, man, talk about, uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys have ever seen, there's like, um, the, every now and then, uh, and I can't remember what the special was, but I've seen it a few times, there's like, they shot a lot of home movie stuff up at Dylan's house uh, when they were recording a lot of that stuff, mm. and you see those guys, all of them just standing around the microphone and... They're hanging out in Dylan's house and the dogs running around and you know, it's unbelievable. I mean, you know, George Harrison, Bob Dylan, oh my God. It's unbelievable.
2: So cool. That first that first record is uh that Wilbury's first Wilbury I think it goes volume one and then goes right to volume three. I think they skipped volume. <laughs> yeah. Two. Um yeah and
4: they pick they it up did out. some stuff at uh, at Rumbo too, which is where guns did a lot of appetite for destruction, and uh, I did a lot of records out there. I worked a lot there with Chris Robinson, and uh we were in the same room that they did a lot of the Wilbury stuff. It was kind of cool.
2: that's a cool vibe jim uh we're getting we're still getting differing reports uh out of l a about whether he's actually passed away or not or if he's just off life support and holding on so um, it's- it's sort of turned into like an appreciation of his life and we're not exactly sure where it stands right now but um
4: uh what, so the the last i heard my my wife called me and told me that uh um you know he, he, uh, they that he was they found him and that he you know i guess he's uh they said he was brain dead. And uh but, you know, his body's still going. They got him to the hospital. He's on life support. And uh, you know, his family they have a you know, he has a do not resuscitate um you know, uh in his will. Yeah. yeah. In his will. Yeah. So so I I think it's it might just be a matter of time before you know, the family gets everything in order, and yeah. maybe everybody says their goodbyes and all yeah. that other stuff, yeah, but it doesn't, right. it doesn't look good. Whether or not, you know, they've already, you know, done that or not, uh, I don't know if anybody knows, you know. They're probably being pretty tight-lipped about all
1: that We're, we're running out of guys like that. We're yeah. running out of uh, uh, guys from his era.
2: Yeah. I mean... Unbelievable. I th- I mean, I think of Dylan now touring all all the time and stuff like that. You know, I wonder how you know how long he's going to keep going. And yeah, it's just it's such a tragedy. Jim, we gotta let you go, but um, but we'll we next week we'll call you and we'll talk about something happier, like uh, I yeah. Don't know. I don't, yeah, we'll we'll, yeah. we'll talk about Pauly Shore at the comedy store or something like that. <laughs> uh, or,
4: or, or all the great weed that Petty smoked over the oh years.
2: yeah let's just have a whole weed discussion about Petty I like that <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> alright my friend uh, stay well and we'll uh, talk to you soon
4: much love to you guys
1: okay thanks, thanks buddy. Jim that's uh, award winning engineer engineer Jim our former guy. co-worker uh, and still current friend from Fox in
2: LA yeah we, Petty did love his weed, yeah, yeah, so did him
1: did he and Willie Nelson ever do anything?
2: Oh, I don't know, I'm sure one of the listeners will tell us that they did, but I not not that I can really remember, but uh yeah, they probably smoked together a few times um forgot to mention um
1: I'm all ready for uh road hockey at the uh the
2: O'Toole house. Yeah, uh, you got the the gear. Now when you say that what it just sticks? It uh, yeah. sticks. We got the net. Uh you picked nice, up a net. A
1: great bauer net that I had I added up in like five minutes. Quick setup, no big deal. Yeah, no big deal. Changed my life. Uh <laughs> bought the goalie gear. It has changed my life. <laughs> Little Ruby loves being a goalie. She just we're just pelting her.
2: I mean, and then she falls asleep in the second period. <laughs> she's like, "This is boring, not interesting." No,
1: be, she's smart though. It's the reason I liked it. You're always in the action.
2: Yeah, that's true. Unless you're playing for a really good team, and then it's bad because you're sitting there for a long time waiting, and you're getting rusty. Yeah. That's like like uh, NHL color guys always say that. Like, oh, that goalie at the other end, he just wants to t- he wants to touch some puck. <laughs> He wants a puck to touch his face. Wants to get a taste of it. Sitting there by himself.
1: I never had that issue. Yeah, I was always getting peppered. Why did they ever here. put me in that the crossbar? weight came to like my neck. They were
2: <laughs> like, why was it? <laughs> were you and <in> Panger <laughs> and Alan Bester? Yeah, Bester and Mike was... Vernon. Yeah, how tall was Vernon? Was Vernon never seemed like like Panger height? I'm gonna say like five eight. Yeah, uh, that yeah, that seems about right. But I don't think Grant Fear was that much taller than that.
1: No, it just, you never see. Because Goldie's coming like, he's
2: 1.75 meters. What the hell oh, is that? That's, nobody knows that. <laughs> nobody knows what that means. That's not even a unit of measurement. A <laughs> meter? That doesn't <laughs> even make sense. Um, make five sense? foot nine. Oh, okay. Yeah. He so that I, means he was actually five he foot He and eight. I could stand eye to eye. So did you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm last night, Toolsy, the season premiere? I've got a tip. Okay. So we won't talk about any plot points. Uh, Christoph, did you? Oh, did you watch it? Uh, sorry. I'm... Oh, did you watch uh, uh, <laughs> uh, *Curb Your Enthusiasm*? I know I haven't seen that. Okay, okay. okay. So no spoilers. No, uh, we won't spoil it. We won't spoil it. Was uh, it good? Yeah, I thought it was good. It's kind of weird because it's been like five years since it's last been on. So you're kind of, you know, like like Susie the face looks like she's had some work and. Well, really, they all do look like they have that. It's just weird to watch a little bit, but then the episode seemed like it was forty-five minutes long, um, so that was weird. I uh, did watch
1: the Jerry Seinfeld uh, Netflix special. I, Amazing! I, I I'm talked in to tears, someone in oh. tears, laughing at the
2: jokes. Yeah, everyone was say, said it's just fantastic. The material check that out. was great. He
1: was talking about like our generation parents never watched you, right, and just fed you sugar, like.
2: Sugary cereals, everything. This is no dietary... Like, you just ate sugar and... So so should I feel guilty that I stick my daughter in front of an iPad every day? Like, I I shouldn't feel guilty about that, should I? No, you let her wander the streets. Yeah. That's what my parents did for me. They let me wander the streets. No one ever checked on us. No, no. It has changed my life. I wandered all over those towns. Sometimes I came home, sometimes I didn't.
1: And your parents, he said, uh, the parents, you were like a, a raccoon. You know what's around, but you don't really check on it.
2: So, yeah, I, I wanted to go back to Curb Your Enthusiasm oh, briefly, because, uh, and there's a reason. So, Larry David is on the line? Larry David, uh, at one point in the show, gets a haircut. Uh, and, you know, I didn't think anything of it. It's a plot point. I won't go too deep into it. But afterward, I got a text from someone, and they're like, did you think what I thought when you saw that happening? And that person... Is on the line now. And it's Ben Teller. Ben Teller, how are you?
0: Hi, Dan.
2: <laughs> Why
1: would Ben Teller have anything to do with a haircut?
2: I don't understand.
1: Ben, you, can you explain it? Yeah, please explain yes. it, Ben. But you should explain
2: who Ben is. Oh, Ben, of course. Well, I don't have to explain. If you're a regular listener of the podcast, you know Ben. But we have a lot of
1: first-time listeners right now. That's true.
2: That's true. Ben was a a very popular producer and the uh, last incarnation of the Fox podcast. Uh, He uh, would often come up with terrific Would You Rather games that Dan would enjoy very much. Uh, He would lock off the camera and then talk about how that's all Mike Botticello did. And uh, and he was our social media guy on, on the mm-hmm. last incarnation of okay. Fox Sports Live. What a good get, time that let's was. Let's get to this haircut. Okay, here we go.
0: So we broke news a lot on the show. I would say we were very popular. A lot of people picked up what we were doing. But we had one story where our good friend, Carissa Thompson, came on and told us a story about how Larry wanted a haircut. And I think they were at a Kings game, maybe, or they were out. and. Chris is like, "I'll cut your hair," and we're like, and she says, "Okay." So Larry lets Carissa cut her, his hair, and the best part about that, she told the story on our show, and it made every news outlet because everyone loves Curb, and everyone was like, "This is a great story." Why are Carissa, and Larry, David friends? This is weird, but
2: and it was something that- about them going to like the CVS and looking for scissors, right?
0: Yeah, and and the way it all happened, like, I think she goes to his house, right? Right. And she goes and and, and cuts his hair, and she's like, oh, uh, I cut three pieces, and I said I was done. Because he has no hair.
3: Right.
1: Was I present for this story? This is the first I've heard of it.
2: I I, I think it was on the TV show, right? Like we did not on the podcast, but on the actual Fox Sports Live television program.
0: Yeah, it was when Carissa, it was like that 30-minute interview we cut down to like eight minutes.
2: That's right. That's right. When the Fox Sports PR people showed up at our show for the first time. They actually didn't think we were still on air. Go on.
0: Um, And so I'm not going to give any spoilers because... We're anti-spoilers. We always have been.
2: That's true. But I was there in the room for this story. Yeah, yeah. For for at not again, not the podcast. No, but during I the TV. Yeah, when uh, we had guess, Chris on. I said tuned out by that point. Yeah, you. Would you say it's safe to say Ben that for the last four months of the show, Dan had had, as Bobby Diaz <laughs> used to say, checked out.
0: Well, he was swinging that baseball bat a lot.
1: Hey, I, I do that at home on a daily basis. I like there's a there's nothing like a, a properly weighted bat that you just swing. Uh, yeah, I love doing no, that. I was it doing kinda, it today.
0: It kind of concerned me, right? You were always swinging the bat. I felt like, yep. why is Dan swinging the bat?
1: Because it feels time? good. <laughs>
0: I was like, whose head? Who's head does he
3: want it?
1: I was at Canadian Tire getting the, uh, the road hockey equipment, saw some wood bats, was
2: swinging those in there. Canadian Tire, Ben, is uh, is like an Ace <laughs> Hardware of Canada.
0: Got it. So, nah. back to Curb Your Enthusiasm. Ace Hardware yes, yes. doesn't have
2: hockey gear. Ba- back to Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry.
0: So, I mean, for all the listeners who know this, because everyone tuned into Curb, the premise of the show was around a haircut.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, it's amazing. Carissa Thompson and Larry David, we heard that story before they even wrote the episode. I thought that was fascinating. I thought Fox Sports Live 2.0 or 3.1 broke that news. Jay, I texted you right away. Yes, you did. So um, I went to go pull up the link, and they took down the video because it's like the show never existed.
3: Yeah,
2: they want to make make it like we were never down there. Um, I didn't immediately make that connection like you did. Only I would have, if he had been dating like a super hot, and I wonder about this, Ben. Like, do you think at some point this season there'll be like a super hot, uh, sportscaster that Larry will, uh, want to date, but won't date him? Just make, uh, Larry take her to various events and sit courtside and stuff like that.
0: And everyone will think they're dating, but they won't be be dating.
2: But Larry's getting no sex out of that. None. He's getting nothing out of that, except for he's spending a lot of money on a woman who who won't have sex with him. That sounds like a lot of your dates, Ben. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's good. Uh, uh. Ben, Ben, uh, uh, before we let you go, uh, I think you might have uh, something special for Toolsy. Yeah, Christoph, can you hit it? It's time for Yes Would Yes. You Yes Rather Yes, rather yes.
1: Rather
2: yeah.
0: yeah.
3: Would you rather a penis okay. in your eyeball? Okay, wait. Or a truck wait, run but, over wait, your penis. Here's the
0: here's the real situation is for the first time ever, I mean I, I deleted my Twitter after I quit Fox. Like I don't want to be on Twitter anymore.
3: Whoa, 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 but wait, I, whoa, wait, whoa, wait. Whoa, you whoa, deleted
2: whoa. Twitter? Why? Why you were on a social media you did it for a living.
0: Yeah, but you know, you know, Twitter. It's like I, uh, I don't know. I just
2: wow. I this is this know. is breaking news. Yeah, we need to go into this, Ben. Do you think it was that you didn't want to see anything to do with your previous employer, and you were following people from there, or is it just the news of the world was getting you down? There had to have been a, a more of a okay. reason.
0: I think Twitter is made for like a small percentage of the population. And if you're not on the inner circle of Twitter, it's not really fun. Mm.
2: I'd but say, here's what I'll say. Okay.
0: I go on my computer every morning before my day starts, and I type in Jay Onright, Dan O'Toole, Nick Wright, and I just see what you guys tweet.
2: <laughs> really?
4: Yeah, it's very fun.
2: And and
1: judging by a reaction, we did know you're off Twitter. You were a great follow.
2: I... I just thought you weren't tweeting. I'm still following you. <laughs> I'm still well, following, you. Well, I guess I'm too. not if you deleted yeah, it. Yeah, it's gone.
1: But you don't well, notice when like, someone's gone, yeah. Yeah, like,
0: you don't, like, delete, right? I just deleted the app, yeah. and I don't go at it on my computer, and ah, whatever. Okay.
2: So I think you should send a, a tweet at some point on Tuesday. Uh, and Make sure you, you like, tag the Jay and Dan handle, and let the... You know, podcast listeners know you're okay.
1: Hey, let me, since you didn't actually delete it, I will send out tweets for you. That's a good idea. it be just like, hey, how about the J and Dan? They're sure, they're sure great. Yeah.
0: You know, Dan, I will give you, I'll text you my password and my username. Oh, boy. I surrogate Twitter. Ben, twist.
2: Like ben I, use... I don't think you should, I think this is a bad idea, Ben. I think you should hold off. <laughs> you don't know and what he's my... capable of.
0: He does swing a bat, normally. Right?
2: <laughs> okay, let's do the "Would you rather."
0: Okay. it is, and and this is what happened: is a lot of people uh, text, uh, tweeted me, and were like, "What's the end of it?" So, would you rather Dan watch your parents have sex every single night, or join them once to have it stop?
3: Okay, see, this oh, is yeah, just. Yeah, I like see
1: that you,
2: one. Man. No, no, Ben, no, wait. Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, so Dan, you've There's, got to answer it. No, no, I'm not. So really watch your parents so have sex no. every single night. So every night, your parents doing it in front of you. Or get in there once. Maybe tickle your dad's no, rear. Is, Maybe oh, touch your God. mom's boobs. Just See, once. why did and I then, know this? Oh,
1: God. <laughs> <laughs> like, Ben's like, you're so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> like, you're just like, so stupid like i want i want to would you rather where it could like may happen and it's not like i think he i think he's a sexually repressed human or something because all of them revolve around someone having sex with a donkey those are changed my life
2: (laughs) those are the fun ones
1: no it's just oh god never again never again (laughs) It's time. We call for... him again. I'm just dropping what, that. You fader. Rather. Oh. rather. Oh, that was fun for me. So at least I get to run his uh, Twitter account. Yeah, that'll be good, right? He's gonna have a tough time texting me though. Oh, did you delete? You <laughs> no, didn't I've give never. Him your phone well, <laughs> I have a new
2: Canadian number, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't have that. Don't you think it's time that you and Ben just? Uh, got together, sometime when you're in L.A., you get together, just the two of you, and just go out together and find a common ground. Hey, we're fine. It's fine. It's just, um, You don't want to talk about your parents having sex anymore. No. Or you joining in.
1: We didn't confirm if he has
2: a real job. Oh, well, that'll be next time. We have to have him on again. <sighs> <laughs> I was having such a great day. It has changed my life. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna get Dan a my pillow to make up for this whole thing. <laughs> I'm gonna get him a nice. No, I got enough pillows. Oh yeah, that's true. You're <laughs> trying to get rid of pillows. You want to add those pillows? Pillows. <laughs> 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 oh, we've had some fun here.
1: All right, time to go do a TV show. Yeah, we gotta yeah.
2: shut her down. I gotta say though, this has been fun. But before we go, oh, one yeah. last thing. It's time for TV theme fault, and I think the three of us, Christoph, Dan, and myself, are. Very excited about this one. Check it out.
3: Ten years ago, a crack commando unit was sent to
0: prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the A Team.
1: This band who put this together—they just must have been feeling it. It's the studio. Heartbreakers.
2: But well, at least this chick at the end.
1: We—I'm pretty sure we played this theme in version 1.0. Yeah, I think we did. And I mentioned—I so mentioned that I still have an 18 uh, dinky car.
2: Yeah. And named like a, the uh, the band.
1: Yep. And named a cat face.
2: At one point in my life. I love in the opening credits here. When you see the actors, it freezes, like the shot freezes. It's so great. And no one ever got hurt. No. The big explosions, you just go flying. And the machine guns, the the bullets would always hit around the feet. No one would ever actually die, but something would happen to disable them, the bad guys, temporarily and let the 18 get away. That show was a hit. And then they made the movie, and it stunk like I never saw it, never. No desire. Don't bother with that one. 18 uh, great who, show who is the nutty guy it was we were talking about this can we look this up Christoph? it was a guy he was probably a south credits, african though, actor no i'm talking in the original oh dwight schultz is that his name uh howling mad murdoch is the character's name 18 dwight schultz yeah okay still still alive yeah
1: yeah he was still the, around he was the uh the oddball
2: yeah he was a weird cat Weird guy. You know, they should have had Jim Carrey for that role, would have been good in the movie. But it was some other dude.
1: Is Jim Carrey okay? I'm not, I'm not sure.
2: He's painting a lot. Remember when uh, you mentioned Jerry Seinfeld when he did the Comedians of Cars Getting Coffee and he went to Jim Carrey's Marina Del Rey painting studio? It's incredible. He's really talented. That's all he seems to want to do now. That's where I lived. I didn't see him there. Well, I mean, I live in Toronto, but I don't see Drake all the time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There he is. Hey, Drake.
2: See you again. Hey, Drake. Go for frings at frings. <laughs> All right. This has been a blast, guys. Thanks for listening to the Jane Dan podcast uh, presented by our friends at Coors Light. Thanks, Christoph. Great work this week. Thanks, buddy. I've been talking about this for a week. And you know what this podcast did? I'll tell you what it did. It has changed my life. <laughs> see you next week.
3: They're going home.
1: is the Jay and Dan podcast
3: presented by Coors Light.